National Headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, in the greater Nashville area, in the heart of Tennessee, with Tennessee and the world at heart. This is Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith. What a joy it is to welcome you today. We gather here at this spot, right here at this time on this station, and we look forward to this five days a week and trust that every day we'll have something good for you. This week, we're talking about the matter of being a genuine Christian, and we really looked at that closely on Monday. Yesterday, we talked about being a growing Christian. Today, I want to talk to you about being a grounded Christian and talk to you about the details that'll help you to get grounded. And not only that, but let me just remind you that what we do here every day, we endeavor to be Christ-centered, we endeavor to be scripturally driven, and just give out the gospel and preach the whole counsel of God and do that boldly yet compassionately, we understand the necessity of just dealing with people where we find them and doing what we can to help every single person who may be under the sound of my voice. But at the same time, we need to be bold about that. We need to stand strong and tell the truth about the things that the Lord has given us in His Word. So whenever I talk about being a grounded Christian, we'll have some good things to say. Now, let me remind you that today is the last service of the revival meeting that I've been preaching in at the Trinity Baptist Church in Warrington, Virginia. And many of you there in northern Virginia, just uh, 40 miles or so outside the nation's capital, we'd be delighted to have you with us for this service and trust that many of you will come at the 7 o'clock hour Eastern Time, Warrington, Virginia, Trinity Baptist Church tonight. And then, of course, we're looking forward to the Sword of the Lord Men's Conference, November 10 and 11, right here at Sword Headquarters in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And uh, listen, get on the website at swordofthelord.com and check that out. All right, let's talk about being a grounded Christian. And I've got two passages I want you to look at. Colossians chapter 2 and verses number 6 and 7. Here's what we learn. As ye have therefore received Christ the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith. Now, this is important for us to note here. He's telling us, you're saved already, so let's walk like a Christian ought to walk. And to do so, get yourself rooted, get yourself built up in him, and then get yourself established in the faith. Now, all of that is telling me that there needs to be growth, like we talked about yesterday, and there needs to be growth based on some solid things that will get us fully grounded. Now, the other passage that addresses this and in which the word grounded is employed is chapter 3 of Ephesians and verse 17 that says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So when he talks about all the fullness of God, I think he's telling us, get your feet on the ground, get things where you can know for sure whereof you speak. And he's just telling us, too, that getting properly rooted, properly grounded in the things of the Lord is so very, very important. Now, let's talk about this word grounded for a minute. 
I looked it up in the dictionary just to be able to give you some essence of what the word masters say. And uh, that dictionary says that grounded means to be well-balanced, or it means to be sensible. And sometimes, you know, people are just running amok. They're doing whatever pleases them at the moment, maybe being guided and governed by the momentary emotions that they have. Well, all of that is to be expected, I guess, whenever we don't have our feet really on good, solid scriptural ground. But uh, the word grounded does mean to get yourself solid and to be well-balanced. There's a sense, though, in which the word grounded can have to do with something punitive in that we sometimes say, well, that pilot has been grounded. That means, for whatever reason, there was some infraction of the rules, and they have punished him, and he can't fly now because he's been grounded. doesn't mean he's been fired, but it just means that he's got a time to serve where he's going to not be getting a paycheck. Now, the same thing sometimes happens with a child. Whenever we say, uh, you've been grounded, that means you're going to have to stay home. You're not going to get to go out. You're not going to get to drive. You're not going to get to do certain things that you've been doing. And uh, no child likes the sound of being grounded. I mean, that just doesn't play well with any young guy or gal whenever the parent says, all right, enough's enough. You're grounded now. Well, all of those things we need to understand. But whenever we're talking about being grounded spiritually, being grounded scripturally, we're talking about us getting ourselves anchored solidly. And uh, I'd put it this way, getting anchored on terra firma, meaning on solid ground, just getting our feet planted on something that is totally solid. Uh, it could mean, too, that we are smart enough, getting knowledge enough, that we're sure about where we stand. You know, if somebody asks you what you believe about a certain thing, it's good to be able to tell them that you know whereof you speak. Sometimes when we haven't done the necessary homework, we don't have that grounding. Now, when a person gets saved, or maybe they've uh, just started a church, they've never been to church before, well, in any of those circumstances, there's lots to learn. I mean, lots of questions that are unanswered that deserve an answer, and the person who has just gotten saved or maybe who's just started a church, they are in reality a disciple. They're a learner, a student. They're beginning to figure out things as they listen, as they learn. They are getting things worked out, putting things together, catching on to Bible principles, and thus the application of those principles in their daily life becomes an easier matter simply because they have the principle nailed down. Now, in order to uh, fully understand some of this, let me encourage you to look with me at 1 Peter chapter number 2, verses 1 and 2, where the Bible says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. Now, what's he telling us here? He's telling us that when you come to Christ, you've been engaged in some of these things like malice, uh, guile, hypocrisy, envy, evil speaking. But he said, now then, you're a newborn in Christ. You're like a baby in the faith, 
And because you are a newborn, he said, you need to take in the milk of the word, beginning to learn just the elementary things that will strengthen your faith. It will strengthen the ground on which you walk. And thus, you'll be able to look at malice, see it for what it is, and be in position to set it aside. The same thing with evil speaking and envy and hypocrisy and all this stuff that he mentions there that obviously doesn't really serve us well anyway, any of the time. But once we come to Christ and as a newborn in the faith, we're strengthened in being able to set those things aside. Now, here we are. I mean, I've been a Christian a long time, and yet I would tell you very honestly and very candidly and very quickly, I would tell you, I still do not know everything. I do not. In fact, of all of the great Christians that I know, I'm telling you there's not a one of them that would say, oh, I know it all. No, the further along we go, the more we know we don't know everything. But I am telling you this. Through the years, because I have followed a game plan, I've gotten my feet on solid ground. And that solid ground has stood me in good stead many, many times. Now, if you need a strategy for becoming grounded, and I think we do, might help us to look again at what Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount when he said right to the conclusion of that great, great message, verses 24 and 25 of Matthew 7, Jesus said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock, the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. You know what we're talking about? We're talking about a solid rock foundation, something on which you can stand and no wind is going to move it from you. You are grounded and well grounded as well. So thankfully, the Lord's given us his word on which we can build. And that's why I encourage you, go to a good church that has a Bible teaching Sunday school, Go to a good church where that Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, there is somebody in the pulpit opening the Bible, preaching the Bible, teaching the Bible. And if you'll take advantage of that, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, the Sunday school, all of that will enable you to glean Bible principles. Some of you may be in a neighborhood, in a city where you can go actually to Bible college, Maybe take some classes at night or maybe even take some online classes in a good Bible college. I would encourage you to do that because the more you learn, the more grounded you're going to be. I also would encourage you to build yourself a library of Christian resources. Uh, you need a Bible dictionary. You need a concordance. Uh, you need other tools that will enable you to be better as a student of the Word. And obviously, uh, we look forward to providing a lot of those things uh, through our ministry here. We have a lot of resources available, and we want to be able to help you with that. Our newspaper, for example, is another good source. So all of those things are resources through which we can draw and from which we can learn, and it enables us to be grounded as a Christian. Now, if you choose to go a different route other than being grounded, I mean, you decide you're just going to run as you want to run, you're going to do whatever you choose to do, whatever your mind or your emotions latches on to, you're just going to do that. Let me remind you, Jesus went on in that same illustration there in Matthew 7, verses 26 and 27, and he said, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, 
shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Dear friends, the warnings that we have in the New Testament are many about the trappings that come. For example, Second Peter chapter number 2 The Bible says there were false prophets among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And unfortunately, verse 2 says, many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of, and through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you. Now, all of that tells us there are cults out there. There are kooks out there. There are cons out there. The Bible calls them here false prophets and false teachers. And those things need to be noted. We need to be wary of them. There needs to be full warning about them. So it is important that you and I recognize the grounded mentor, the teacher that we can listen to. Listen, that person needs to be straight on the doctrine of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That person needs to be straight on the doctrine of Christ, on the doctrines of the Bible, on the doctrine of the local church, on the doctrine of creation, on the doctrine of salvation, how a person gets saved by the grace of God through faith, not of works, And not only that, but salvation is for everybody, according to what the Bible tells us. And the person who is to be a mentor needs to be grounded so that you don't get off the track listening to them. They need to be grounded on the second coming. And all of these things are essential to get right so that we avoid going wrong. So, dear friends, when you're grounded as a Christian, you'll be stable, you'll be well-balanced, and you'll be sensible. Now, tomorrow, we're going to look at another aspect of this matter of being a genuine Christian. And I do hope that you'll join me tomorrow for the broadcast. We'll look forward to it. Now, remember, I love to hear from you, and I hope you'll write me a note real soon. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith, at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Well, dear friends, God bless you. Thank you for being along today. And until tomorrow, God bless you. Have a great rest of the day and goodbye for now.